Previously on the Division Three's Finest Podcast. Taysom Hill, I'm telling you guys right now, will be a great NFL quarterback if he steps in in New Orleans. Next Peyton Manning, Taysom Hill. What? No. From what I understand, you've moved on to the uh, personal training game. Uh, so, like, what are the best kind of steroids that I could get? That's a good question, man. <laughs> uh, you took Sprite Cranberry you took, over. You took Mr. Pib over Dr. Pepper. I'd rather drink my own piss than cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fear the mellow ball at all, and then, uh, like, those guys, they're always, they're like, they're half asleep all the time. I think what Shub yeah. is I try and ask is, do you, do you not have dragons? Yeah, and they I feel like really good. I, I know. <laughs> this, is, this is the most energetic I've seen you all day, honestly. So, Maya, what do you do now? Yeah, I, I work Jacob. Uh, You're professional now, big uh, professional guy. Episode 85 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast, coming up next. What's up, guys? Episode 85 of the Division 3's Finest Podcast. How's everyone doing? I'm good, man. Happy to be here. You know, been already a stressful week at work, so I look forward to, you know, hopping on, making some content for the listeners, talking to my friends. Um, so this is good. Yeah. I love being here. Emphasis on friends. Cause sheep sometimes yes, doesn't feel yes. that way. Speaking he of sheep, what's up? Schubert? Self-conscious. How's it going, bud? What is up, fellas? Thanks for joining you us. Know, thank you for joining us, Gil. You know, it's great to be here. Uh, just like every week, except for, you know, a couple times, but now I'm just glad to be back and talk to my, my friends, my boys, uh, the my boys. fellow co-hosts, uh, you know, just, just talking about, you know, stuff. You call us fellow co-hosts? You're not a fellow. Well, yeah. Like yeah, you're a recurring guest. Yeah. Whatever, dude. I'll there's, try to sneak that in there. There's a pay grade. You know, we're up here and you're like slightly, you know, below. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get into our podcast preview. If this is your first time listening to the show, basically this segment, we'll be doing a quick five minute preview before the interview. If you want to skip this section and get to the interview faster, feel free. Uh, just make sure to utilize those time codes in the description so you can find whatever section of the podcast you're looking for as quickly as possible. But Shub, my podcast recurring guest and also my friend, like we mentioned, and we always do, we never miss that point. Uh, would you like the honors of giving you, giving us uh, your thoughts on the interview? Yeah, I 100% would love to. Um, Thank you. you. Know, first Thank off, you. Appreciate great it. guy to talk to. Really enjoyed you know, interviewing him. Uh, it was a super chill, chill interview. He's you know fun to talk to, had a lot of laughs good stuff like that you i think you guys will really enjoy the interview uh but two things i took away from this uh was you know everyone wants to go viral especially in this you know day and age of tiktok and everything like that uh you know he did go viral but then there's you know comes to the he, point where he was hip to going viral yeah he was hip to it but then you know he gets a little people sometimes you know gets a little old so just kind of hearing him talk about that uh, that was really interesting and then you know him having to now you know he announced Kind of spoiler alert. Yeah, we uh, broke news. Come back for his fifth year. Yeah, broke news. Come back for his fifth year. Breaking news. Um, now he has to top his senior year monocle pick uh, with a fifth year pick. So we'll see how that goes. I'm interested to see that coming up in the next few months. Yeah, if you guys have any ideas, definitely shoot that out at either you know his. We told him we'd work on it. So yeah, his help Twitter, us out. Instagram. We'll, we'll tag our, our. You know, we'll include both of those in the description so you can reach out to him or reach out to us and you know get your ideas out there because this is a pretty big this is a big picture that's coming out. You have a lot of responsibility. Huge. 
this is the biggest photograph in his life coming up. And know? now ours as, as in, he's a, one of our guests. So now it is our responsibility. We, right, we have so to help. We got to be on our A game. So, you know, please help us help our guests. And that means you guys. So we're just passing work basically to the, to the, all the listeners out there, friends of the show. Huge friends of the show. But I, I guess I'll give some of my takes for uh, the interview. Obviously, please Justin, do. Justin's an awesome guy. And the thing I was super happy about, hopefully we gave, we did enough baseball because I know we didn't get into too many specifics about his career. But obviously, you know, he's a stud and he's doing his thing at Salisbury. And I, I guess what our interview mainly focused on, though, is just the, the funny and great parts about Division three baseball. And you, <laughs> you get that with fancy BS. Uh, usually, Fancy BS usually will give um, some context behind our picks. It usually is pretty quick, but we had five or six awesome stories from our picks. For sure. So, uh, that's something you usually don't get from Fancy BS. So I'm, I'm glad it worked out that way. And we had some really funny rapid fire questions as well. Uh, just, Justin's a funny dude. So we had yeah. a lot of funny moments during this interview. And I'm excited for you guys to listen, especially the monocle stuff too. You get a little insight into how it all started, some of the origins, um, how that evolved. For sure. Uh, and Ben, just kind of, I'll keep it short, I guess, but uh, something that, you know, um, we talked about on our interview with uh, Coach Pollard, you know, it's the, you know, baseball and especially like, you know, maybe smaller time baseball is like, it's about like, you know, it's about your friends. It's about the experiences. It's not as much about like wins and losses. And I guess the best way to summarize this interview and, and Justin, I guess, is like you said, we maybe didn't get into a lot of baseball, but D3 as a whole. And I think Justin is like the embodiment of a D3 like baseball player. You know what I mean? Like, so I think, I think to have that, and I think that comes out. I mean, I think he brought it out of us. I think he just kind of brings that like to the table, I think. So for anyone, and that's why I'm kind of excited about this episode basically is I don't think you even have to really care about baseball to think this is a great interview or, or get some funny stuff out of this. Um, you know, it's just like experiences, uh, shared experiences, uh, or, you know, different nuances here and there, you know, between, between us. But like you, you guys said a great guy, funny dude. Um, but I like my biggest point is I think he really captures like the spirit of D3 baseball. And so it's, it's cool to kind of hear that come out throughout the episode. Right. And so the last point I have, so after we, we booked Justin, he agreed to come on the podcast. I listened to the other podcast that had him on the sh- their show. It's called the podcast about division th- or D3 baseball. Shout out big friends of the program. Yeah, huge so I, was, I listened to their show and what I loved about it is it just made you feel like one of the guys again. I guess that's more specific for us. You know, not all listeners play division three baseball, but just for us specifically, it made me feel like, you know, one of the guys again. And that's what this interview did as well. That's something I wanted to made sure we capitalized on is just, you know, there's so many great moments from, you know, just hanging with the boys is one of the picks in the, you know, the fancy BS shout out Gil. Oh uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, it. You know, <laughs> well, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. I had the best draft in a while, probably. Yeah. So spoiler alert. I, I'm glad we were able to capture that and, you know, just kind of be one of the guys again after, you know, graduating two years ago and, you know, kind of missing that in post graduation. It's tough out there, you know, working every day and grinding I put my life out here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad we were able to capture that aspect of, you know, this interview. All right. I think that's all we got uh, for our episode preview. I uh, hope you guys enjoy this interview with Salisbury outfielder, Monocle legend, Justin Meekins, Benjamin, please cue the air horn. A few moments later.
Now joining us on the podcast, this is his first appearance on the show. He's been one of the best hitters in Division Three baseball the past four years at Salisbury. And of course, you guys know him from, you know, Justin going viral with his monocle and at Team Pitchers Evolution. Justin Meekins, thank you for joining us on the podcast. First question, you know, how's quarantine life going for you? And if we got this research right, you know, we're pretty sure your head coach, Coach Brohan, um, shout out from the program, played in the major leagues for a couple of years and played with Barry Bonds one year. So, you know, with that strong connection, you know, when do you think we can get Bonds on the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I, he's pretty busy. Um, yeah, a little bit. I, I found him on Instagram. He's big into cycling and stuff. So he's okay. <laughs> that's, I mean, hey, we can get, we can get into that. We can get into cycling. If that's our in, I'll do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cycle all day. Like he, he's got to have a break somewhere in there to podcast. Yeah. Or just oh, right up next to him. Oh, hey, you know, <laughs> start interviewing me here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm yeah, I'm doing good. Um, uh, where I'm living, it's starting to loosen up a little bit. Things are starting to open back up. Mm -hmm. um, but recently, uh, like two weeks ago, I found out I could come back for another year at Salisbury. So I'm going back. So awesome. I went from. <laughs> I went from a month of off. doing nothing, thinking I was retired to starting to hit off the tee again into a bonnet in my driveway. <laughs> nice. So, the, game yeah. need, the game needs you, man, so I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I needed it, too. There you go. All right, so getting into our first big-time journalism question here. The theme of our podcast name is Division Three's Finest. It comes from us being former, yet obviously very elite Division Three athletes, emphasis on uh, elite, who have now taken their talents to the podcast game. Um, now, you're not like most Division three athletes. Not too many guys hit over 300 except, for, you know, for you and my friend Andrew Gillen all four years at college or go viral on ESPN for hilarious team pictures. Uh, but just real quick, it will get more to your career at Salisbury uh, and your story regarding going viral here in a minute. But just give us a quick intro on yourself and uh, what led to you playing baseball at Salisbury. So I started, like, pretty much every college baseball player started playing baseball when I was, like, four years old. Yeah. Um, I almost quit when I was nine, just wasn't really liking it. The, t the travel teams I played for wasn't, I wasn't really having fun, but, uh, sure. a few people, uh, in my area convinced me to come join a local team in our area. And I joined it and that team was amazing. I met like friends for life there. Um, and that kind of kept me going. Then through high school, out of high school, I was going to university of Maryland in college park and going in there, I had a a labrum injury so I had a torn labrum and then just wasn't working out there um, I don't think I was ready to go to college quite yet I wasn't really mentally mature enough still uh, <laughs> I'm still not very mature mentally sometimes but process yeah yeah so I uh, um, so I decided to come back and restart um, figure out where, where I needed to go what I need to do and uh, coach Brohan and coach Cyrus once I was able to talk to other coaches they were like the first ones to call me and I'm from the cells I'm from around Salisbury I live in Ocean City Maryland so I'm okay. about 40 minutes away and probably took like two months or so seeing where I wanted to go and then after visiting Salisbury I had friends up here that played I just I knew I wanted to come here and it's mm -hmm. the, probably the best decision I made so far in my life yeah there you go. It sounds like, especially if they were, I was going to, you said two months, but I guess after with them being the first ones to reach out to you, was it ever, I mean, looking back, do you think it was ever really a question or did you just kind of like do your diligence of looking at other schools before you ultimately decided? Yeah. I mean, I was guilty of most kids of the division one itis. I was like, I need to play sure. division one baseball or like 
it's not going to work. And then once I kind of swallowed my pride and looked myself in the mirror and was like, man up, you love playing baseball. It doesn't matter where you play, go where you want to play with, with people you'll want to play with. And Salisbury was that spot. So cool. I was guilty of D1-itis like a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, so something we've been doing recently with our guests, uh, you know, you obviously know there's tons of podcasts about Division Three baseball out there. So doing a little something different, uh, loosen things up a little bit, get to get to kind of know you a little bit. We're going to do some rapid fire questions. So just kind of quick hitters. Obviously, if you have a better story, like a story that comes out of it, you know, please. All right. All yeah. Means, I got man. a few good ones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all righty. So are you ready to go? Yeah. All right, so this is this is a good one to start off on. So you might have seen it on Twitter, I guess. It was from – we're kind of stealing this from the Pat McAfee show. He was talking to an NFL prospect. I think it was a quarterback. And he asked them the weirdest question that the quarterback had gotten in his uh, – in the draft process, like the recruiting process, what have you. And he told him it was – they. he was asked out of the offensive coordinator, the head coach, and the quarterback's coach, who would you punch in the face – like you have to pick one. So on that note, a little spin, uh, we're on a zoom call right now. So you get the pleasure of seeing all of us, um, <laughs> but out of our, out of us three, who, who do you punch in the face? Oh, oh my God. I don't know. Um, no hard feelings. I promise. I'm going to have to say, Oh, we need a drum roll. I'm going to have to say Ben. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah, you're getting back Ben's to back up. weeks. This is, yeah. is, it, is it the hat or like what's going on here? I don't know. He's He's got the goatee like me. Andrew's got the goatee like me. Oh my God. And then Jacob's got the beard going a little bit. So I had to. So it's it's your lack hair. of facial hair. I appreciate yeah. you giving me the compliment of calling it a beard. It's not close. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, that's, and that's, that's uh, not two times in a row, but uh that's two times there's been like a good like you know it's like your facial hair man you can't really do much about it like uh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. hate you he just yeah. you don't have any facial hair you get punched so in the face. I'm, Sorry. Ha I'm half asian so like that's my excuse for the <laughs> okay. a, a kid on our team uh matt padaway he's uh his family's from like uh guam like okay yeah yeah and he's like he thinks he like can grow out a beard, and he's just got like spot here. Spot <laughs> yeah, here. individual hairs. I know. Out. I know that lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is quarantine, so I've had some days where it's looked, you know, a little bit more than this. But you know, once yeah. it gets you know past a week, it just looks like you know I got pubes on my. my <laughs> that's what mine looks like too, but I'm just I just let it go. I like yeah, it. I guess that's maybe that's the lifestyle I need to you know incorporate it, man. Embrace, Embrace it. it. Yeah. Um. All right, so do you personally have any crazy baseball superstitions? And if you don't, what's the weirdest one that you may have seen from a teammate? Um, I'm pretty superstitious. I do, like, I put my right shoe on, right, everything right that I've, like, put on with my sides. So uh -huh. I put my right contact in for my left. I put my right okay. side for my left sock, um, stuff like that. Um, I pretty much have the same pregame ritual and same uh, – at bat ritual so like every mm -hmm. time i take a pitch i step out of the box and look at the bat but not many people have some any crazy ones my freshman year we had a ritual that's been going through the the program for a while <laughs> we haven't we haven't done it in the past few years um but we would do like a race some random race between like you pick anybody on the team like the two biggest guys on the team and do like a uh, crab walk race <laughs> and like each person picks a side like you pick a side for each person he thinks gonna win everyone starts clapping like building it up yeah yeah and after the race we do like 
I don't know if you've ever seen Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. Like, that was something we would do before every game. We haven't done that uh, in a few years, but that was probably the, the most fun ritual we had. That's a pretty good D3 just story right there. I don't yeah. see it happening. <laughs> I don't see that happening many places. I'm kind of – and I'm just jealous that we didn't do something like that. Yeah. Um, that rates good from great. Yeah, there it is. Um, so – when were you most nervous during a baseball game? For a guy who wears a monocle, it's probably few and far between, but I'm sure there's got to be something. Um, I would say my freshman year, the our first game we played Gwen and Mercy. Um, so that was my first game, and I wasn't really expecting much. I was like, I'm just going to go out there and play. But then the next week we played Cortland, mm-hmm. who was like top five in the country. And I was <laughs> a freshman oh. with all these seniors on the team, and I was like – I was crapping my pants. I was like yeah. – I was like, I'm in the Eastern Shore of Maryland playing Division Three baseball, and for some reason I'm shaking before a game. <laughs> well, you don't think about it. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to think about it in the moment like that. Yeah. So on the note of D3, you know, a lot of bus rides, maybe not as much for you, I don't know. But so what's the longest bus ride that you've had to go on during your playing career, and what is your go-to gas station snack? Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, my sophomore year – we played our regional up in Auburn, New York, which is basically Canada. And we didn't, I guess we didn't have the funding for a plane. (laughs) So yeah, I see there. there. And uh, I kind of have weird eating habits. So like people get (laughs) like a bag of chips or something. I like get like a big box of those powdered donuts. Oh, that's not weird. I respect that. that. There was a, to you talked about summer ball. There was a stretch in my life where, you know, those early like weekend games, like you're, you know, you're playing at eight in some field across town. I was a big powder donut breakfast yeah. guy. Like that was the, <laughs> that was the pregame meal. Yeah. Yeah. I remember before one of my best games in my college career, I, I had like one of those Mountain Dew startups, uh, yeah. a big bag of those donuts and like a Twinkie as well. And I had like a monster game. I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't stick with that routine because the rest of my career wasn't so great so that's probably my issue there <laughs> for your, for your personal health <laughs> yeah, yeah, go out the window if you get, if you get like a hot streak yeah you're yeah like, eat, like there's no rules donuts and like pizza and like drink soda before and you're like, <laughs> damn i went three for four <laughs> like, i don't ever i don't I have, have to take do care it. of myself ever again <laughs> i'm gonna be 400 pounds but as long as i go three for four every game and we right, exactly <laughs> that's for the boys, for the team yeah so, all right, all right. So you're a hitter. So this, don't let that bias you. But just say you have, you could pick between the ability to just walk up and just drop bombs, you know, on a consistent basis, or just be able to throw gas from the mound. Um, I would, I would say drop bombs because, um, I, feel you. I, I mean, argue. I know some people that throw gas and they're like. Like, when you see him, you're like, oh, this guy's not that scary. But if, like, every guy you see that drops bombs looks scary. Okay. So, yeah. it's, it's not even for the sake of the bombs. It's for yeah. – you know, okay, you I can respect that. I can respect that. See, like, a feeble guy going up there and yeah. just – Chicks take the long ball. ball. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, out of us three podcasters, who do you think would be the best baseball coach? Total gut call. Ben. Yes, thank okay. you. <laughs> nice. That's what no, we're hoping for. No yeah. facial hair. You look younger. Can relate to the yeah, guys. Exactly. <laughs> I got you. Um, all right, last one. F*** one, marry one, kill one. We'll bleep that out. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll definitely bleep that out. Chipotle, B-dubs, and five guys. I actually don't know how, how familiar you are with some of those. 
Um, I eat Chipotle all the time, so I definitely okay. marry Chipotle. Well, obviously. Five Guys, I definitely Five Guys. It's okay. like, I mean, it's expensive, so you don't want to keep going back to that every right. time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a treat. Yeah. It's a treat. I hear you. Yeah. And then B-dubs, I, I don't know. Every time I go in there, it's just been way, way too expensive, and I'm not a big sports bar. Gotcha. Like that, so I'd have to. Maybe, so so maybe not my best not my best lineup ever, but that's all right. I'll get that. <laughs> so, you know, getting back to the more conventional questions, well, I guess this isn't really, you know, conventional, but, you know, first thing, I'm sure this topic is probably getting old for you. So we promise, you know, we're, we aren't going to spend the whole podcast covering it, but, you know, obviously back in February and March, you kind of popped off on social media mm -hmm. after, you know, the, the other podcasts about division three baseball and, you know, tweeted your monocle picture and that whole transformation. Yeah, definitely shout out to that podcast, by the way, you know, huge fans of what they do yeah. and, they're obviously friends of the program, um, you know, and we'll retweet that original tweet for, you know, some of the listeners so they have a better idea, you know, if they missed that somehow. But just let's start with, like, the origin of that all. Like, you know, your freshman year, pretty basic player pitcher, and then that sophomore year, it starts to get, you know, a little weird. How did yeah. you come up with that concept? Concept, You know, was it kind of just a suggestion from a teammate, or did you kind of just want to stand out? You know, what went into that, that process? Uh, yeah, my freshman year, I kind of like, I thought I was making a face. I thought I was being funny, but it uh -huh. didn't work no way. So it just looked normal. Yeah. Um, then my sophomore year, me and a kid on our team, Ron Ballone, who I'm really good friends with, we were standing in line and we were like, let's just do something like funny. Like no one's really like, no one's really done it here. Let's like, yeah, let's do something. And like, I had my, my beard was way longer and my hair was way longer. So I just like covered it up. <laughs> Tried to look as creepy as I could, and I thought I was going to get in trouble for it. Like I said this on the the other podcast, I thought I was going to get yelled at, but Coach Brohan loved it. So I was like, Perfect. I got to keep doing this. And then junior year, I uh, grew up my mustache really long, and my dad recommended the Raleigh Fingers one day, and I tried it and it looked good. So I was like, all right, I'm doing that. And then the monocle thing was just spontaneous. Everyone's asking me now since I'm going back, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know. The, the monocle thing was kind of like three days before. Thank God. Amazon, yeah. two-day shipping. So, like, I got it right here. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Amazon, friends of the program. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just threw it on. Um, I had to take pictures of the women's tennis team, and they were looking at me like, what is up with this dude? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but the guy taking the picture had to, like, wait 10 seconds before he took it because he was like, just like shaking, laughing. Yeah, sure. Um, and thank God they put it up. They said they need to get a serious one too for all the the website and stuff. And I was like, it better not honeypot me and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Picture and then use that one. But yeah, it was pretty spontaneous. Um, I I knew it was gonna be funny, but I not think it was gonna blow Go up viral like that. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, so talk to us about the viral side of it. Is that something that was cool to see, especially with your program gaining some exposure? Or did, you, did it ever get annoying to an extent with everyone asking you for, you know, interviews and your phone going crazy with notifications all the time? What was that like after going viral? It was really cool um, at first because, like, right after, it had, right after they, uh, the D3 podcast guys tweeted that out, um, it's kind of like a, just like a domino effect. And like MLB.com put something on their thing. My friend who he graduated a year before I got to Salisbury, he was working in like the Mariners front office. And he was like, dude, everyone's talking about your picture. And it's like right after a game. And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's got to feel good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, who, me? we were in, we had like 5 a.m. lifts like a week later. And Jimmy Atkins, kid on our team came in. He's like, oh, 
Justin. He's like, look at this. And it was the uh, Snapchat for uh, Sports Center. And there the guy was talking to me, like Dang. talking about me. And he's talking yeah. about the Hawaii quarterback. Yeah. And then I just kept going. I had like an interview with the Washington Post and then uh, with a ESPN too. So I was like, that, that was all within like a week too. Right. Yeah. And then it, it did start to get old. Like we were, we were going through like a two game rut and bro <laughs> was all pissed off. So I was like, and so they wanted to interview me and him at the same time, right after we lost like a big game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I was, was, was so going to ask actually how, like, if it, cause it's all like, it's awesome that that all happened, but you know, you there's also like your normal life, like going yeah. on in the background. So how that kind yeah. of interacts with it. Yeah. I can, I can see that yeah. for sure. It was, it was Our good coach wouldn't be happy either. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good to have like, Salisbury to get the notoriety because um we're a really good program historically we've been in regionals the last 20 21 years and for us to get that notoriety to see someone uh do something stupid and put a monocle in their face and everyone looks looks at the program sees that these guys are actually pretty good yeah uh, it's pretty cool so hopefully it helps with recruiting in the future that's what uh our assistant here at Coach Cyrus is saying like how big did it get is it did it get to a point where there's like people on campus like asking you for pictures or recognizing you more maybe uh a few like a few i would go like to the dining hall and like some people would be like oh that's you you're the mon yeah. like you're the monocle guy yeah like, uh -huh. yeah that's me and then i took one picture and it was at the end of it when i was like starting to get tired of it yeah you know, walking back with uh brad haas from practice shout out yeah, yeah. <laughs> my roommate yeah, uh, front of the show. Yeah, he um, we were walking together, and I was telling him while we were walking, I was like, "Yeah, this is getting kind of old." Like, it was funny and stuff, but uh, kind of <laughs> like, kind of sick of it. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as we got on campus, some kid was like, "Oh, dude, like I I saw you, I saw your thing on ESPN. My dad sent it to me. He's like, can I take a picture with you and send it to him?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, sure." And Brad was just like laughing hysterically, trying to take a picture. <laughs> like, started walking back, and I was like, "Dang." I was like, that's, that, that's the peak. <laughs> yeah. It's all downhill yeah. from here. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you top this? Because obviously, you know, you're, you announced you're coming back for your fifth year. I'm sure there's very high expectations for that next picture. And you said it's kind of spontaneous. So I'm sure you're probably not even thinking yeah. about that now. But, you know, how, how do you top that such a high bar that you set for yourself? Uh, I don't know. I guess. You, you got some time to think about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, everyone asks me, I'm like, I got plenty of time. Uh, yeah. And my mom's like, you got to, you got to top it. You have no choice but to top it. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll brainstorm on our end for sure. Yeah. We'll definitely, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely hit you up with any, any ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll try to back you up as, as best we can. I'm sure you got plenty. <laughs> I'm sure you got plenty of ideas coming in from yeah. whoever. So we'll yeah, just... my brother told me to shave my eyebrows and I was like, I don't know if I can do that. Bro. <laughs> oh, a terrible start. That's see, that's what I need get the ball rolling. I'll, yeah. I'll get something good for you. Yeah. All right. We can get a GoFundMe going. Get you get you some something expensive yeah. maybe to for the supplies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So just you know, shifting gears a little bit. I'm sure you know there's listeners out there probably be like like you know when are we actually going to talk about actual baseball? But you know, obviously for everyone involved with college baseball, you know, this past season was a really sad one with you know the season being canceled, especially for the seniors. We know you went yard in your second to last AB, and I guess I don't know how you feel about this now because you're coming back to your fifth year, so technically this wasn't your last game. But just talk about that game. Specifically, and you know how tough was it in the moment thinking you know that might be your last moment on a baseball field yeah it was definitely crazy it wasn't really anything like I'd ever because like most of it's like pretty much every time except for this year like you know when your career is going to end 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know that, like, if you make it all the way to the World Series, you know that day is the last day. And then if you don't, like, you know what day is coming. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of weird just to, like, we just had, that was a big win. We beat Shenandoah, who was number 11 in the country, and they were a really good team. We came back and won, and everyone was really hyped after we won. And then uh, we heard everything going around about some schools shutting down and stuff like that. Um, and then to win like that and then find out, like, probably five minutes after we won. Or it, it ha- they canceled the season, like, in the seventh inning, but none of us knew it. That and then crazy. Yeah. So once the game, once the game was over, one of the people from the athletic department came up and told us that we were done. And at that point we didn't know if there's going to be eligibility or anything like that. So I was like, yeah, like I'm done. So that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the time, yeah, definitely probably real. Yeah. Not, uh, not great. Um, so you did kind of announce, I was going to ask if you knew about, you know, coming back or whatever, but you do, you're coming back. Um, I guess, do you mind just kind of talking about your thought process going through that? I mean, it's, you know, it's a very unique situation, obviously, like we talked about. So is it, you know, did you kind of talk to some of your other teammates, classmates, um, see what they were doing? Or was it something, you know, as soon as you found out that you had this opportunity, were you just kind of all over it? Yeah, I was contemplating on going and doing my master's degree and playing with while doing that. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people that I talked to that did that said it's, it's a lot of lot of work um, and it's sure. tough to get through. So at that point, I was like, I guess I'm just going to pack it in and be done. Um, and a lot of the kids are coming back. A lot of the seniors are coming back because they had uh-huh. fifth, years, fifth years anyway. So uh, they're coming back to play. And then I guess a, a rule change happened and you were allowed to pursue a minor huh. and keep playing. So I, I still have one class for my major and then I'm finishing my minor. Um, okay. And then I'm still gonna be able to play too. Nice. Yeah. It's not that, a bad gig there. Yeah. When I found out I could do that, and I told my parents and everybody I was coming back, I uh, messaged in our group chat, and it was a YouTube video from Wolf of Wall Street again. Oh uh, no! Yeah, <laughs> it's not coming. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not leaving. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and everyone's real pumped. So sure. I'm excited. I'm I'm pumped to get back. Yeah. And sure. Especially fun. if it sounds like you got a good. Uh, group coming back I mean that's yeah. that's exciting for the year yeah we got uh Jimmy Atkins who didn't pitch much I don't know if you guys have looked at his numbers at all but he's like a utility guy for us. uh two-way he plays middle infield and pitches um he's this little redneck with long hair that throws fuzz um, okay and he was he was hurt for the short season we had so he wasn't able to pitch so next year we'll have him healthy and okay. then we're returning four of our top pitchers too so it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That does not suck. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was that good. <laughs> so, you know, just following up on that, we can only imagine some of the stories you have, especially as a D3 stud. You know, we f***ing sucked at Bethany. We'll bleep that out. Uh, but we still have awesome memories from our Big baseball heart. days. A lot of heart. Regardless of us sucking. Yes, sir. Uh, so just talk to us about some of your favorite, you know, or best memories from your time at Salisbury. You know, I know you have more memories to come, but talk about the memories you've had there. Yeah, I, it's hard to think of, like, specific ones because, like, you guys know there's just so it's many. Great. Like, every yeah. single day you spend, you spend every single day with your teammates and stuff. You're, like, you can't get away from them. So it's just, like, you guys just become, like, this weird group of, like, brothers. And, like, you just hang, you hang out all the time. Like, I think of bus trips when we play Mafia and it gets really heated. Um, and, play, like, we'll just, like – 
sing on the bus and everyone just like has a bunch of fun everyone like hugs each other and loves up on each other but with coach Brohan being our coach having a big league guy he tells a lot of great stories and one I thought it's like right after I was on the D3 podcast he told us a story when he was with the Dodgers in spring training he uh was with the big league team in spring training and he was a pitcher obviously and Jeff Kent was on the Dodgers at that time I don't know if you guys remember Jeff Kent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he um, – so, like, Coach Braun went through all of spring training with the, with the big league team, did, like, pickoffs to second with Jeff Kent and, like, thought he knew him. And Coach Brohan got sent to double A after spring training and he said he saw Jeff Kent in the parking lot and was like, hey, man, I just want to say, like, I'm going to – I'm going down to start the season in double A, but uh, it was a pleasure working with you and uh, hopefully I'll be up there soon. He's like, yeah, man you keep swinging it, you'll be up here soon. <laughs> so, like, he just, like, it's fun to have him there because he just tells the stories like that's that. That's a gut punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sucks, man. That's I can't even punch. Might have actually punched Jeff Ken after hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, shout out, to, shout out to your coach for keeping it real. That's a, that's a story I could easily turn into, like, oh, yeah, Jeff Ken said this to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's funny, man. That's awesome. And so I guess, you know, you already announced you're coming back for a fifth year, but after next year, is there any thoughts of maybe staying in baseball for coaching or what's maybe your thought process for a future job or, you know, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I, um, in the winters of the past, like since I was in high school, really, I've worked at a uh, baseball facility by my house. Um, so I've been like hitting lessons and just like sitting on a bucket and catching kids. Um, it's something that interests me. Um, I think after – next year i'm gonna want at least like a little bit of a break yeah, uh, yeah. i'm gonna travel a little bit enjoy maybe one summer without playing okay. yeah yeah you don't forget about that you don't get yeah. any of those yeah so um i'll definitely take some time off i have a marketing degree so i don't okay see if i can transfuse that in the baseball somehow i'm sure and, but i love i love the game and i'm always gonna be around it so if an opportunity comes around where i'm like yeah that sounds amazing after i'm done i would definitely be open for it hey we could use a marketing guy so like yeah yeah i was just gonna dm after you graduate i was gonna say we could use that soundbite as like a we'll just pump it out into our massive following on twitter yeah see see if we can't find you something yeah um so i think that's all we had for the main chunk of the interview um so now we're on what you know the fans on twitter really care about fantasy bs and for any first time listeners out there we like to wrap up our shows with a fantasy snake draft people forget it's a snake a draft even people forget it's a draft i get hate that oh how could you not have picked this out of the other it got picked it's a draft so it is a draft for all of you out there um of a random topic we love you yeah i love you guys but it's a draft. Um, so, so today, in honor of one of D3's finest joining us, we're going to do the best things about D3 baseball. Uh, ben mentioned it. I'm not sure why we hadn't done this one already, but I'm glad it's happening now. So, as our, yeah, right. We uh, we were saving it. It's in our big bag of big bag of tricks. Yeah. Um, so, as our esteemed guest, Justin, you'll go first. My friend and co-host, Benjamin, will take the two spot. And we're lucky that he even showed up today. He has a bad uh, track record, you know, of not, uh, not making it to every episode. Uh, Jacob the Bald, also my friend, sorry before he yells at me, also my friend, Jacob the Bald Schubert uh, with the three spot. And I will clean up with the fourth pick. 
now back to back. And then Justin, like we said, when it gets to you, you'll have back to back. So whenever you're ready, why don't you start us off? All right. Um, first, I would definitely say Division Three fall ball. Oh, like a fall ball World Series? Like a like just the the whole fall. I know Division okay. One, yeah. nine thousand practices in the fall. Yeah. Sure you get the Lamos. You get the fifteen. You get to enjoy yourself. So yeah, definitely fall ball. Love that's that. That's a good one, actually. Yeah, that's that's a great one. So my I got the second pick here. I'm gonna go. I think this is a no brainer for anyone that went to Bethany specifically. Uh, Florida spring training. Uh, some of those trips oh. to Florida, you're down there for a week and a half. You're just playing baseball. You don't have to worry about school and you know, all the bullshits during spring break. So, yeah, those, those were some pretty good, uh, pretty good accommodations, too, at least yeah. for our, for our Us, setup. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good pick that a lot of non-Bethany baseball players will get. That comes to me, right? I'm third pick, correct? Yes, yes you yeah. are. Okay. Thank you for third listening. Yes. No, I was. I was just making sure. I kind of made a big deal about you, actually, in my, in my read. So it's weird all that right. you didn't so, remember. Cool. With my third pick, uh, my first pick, sorry. I'm going to go with bus rides after wins. Ooh, specific. I like that. Yeah. They're not Dang. fun after losses, but they're, they're better <laughs> after wins. That's a good one. I guess I had – I had, I just had, like, bus trips in general, so I'll, I'll scrap that just because your pick's a little bit better. Um, I just got to go. So I got back-to-back. Uh, can't believe this made it this far. Uh, I'm just going to go to the boys. Uh, obviously, <laughs> like, the boys – Biggest reason I think we all uh, love Division Three baseball. I mean, even, uh, you know, you talked about it. Our, we had a previous guest, uh, the, the uh, Duke coach, he talked about it. He's like, you know, I'm still friends with those guys. So that's got to go first. The boys, number one. Um, and then my second. Mm, all right, this one, I think this is worthy. It's a specific, but it's kind of a general. Um, being able to wear a monocle for your team photo yeah. just like <laughs> being true. able to do that uh, stole that one from me. <laughs> I, I i kind of feel bad but i didn't know if it was like i thought it was specific enough i could like take that but yeah just like getting away with wearing a monocle to your team photo uh that's a big d3 thing all right i think i'll go with the next best one being able to throw your hair in front of your face and wear absurd glasses of any <laughs> sort in your roster picture <laughs> That's fair. That's definitely fair. <laughs> uh, shoot, you got to pick here. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with sticking with bus rides. I'm going to go with pranks on bus rides. Um, you know, Ben and Gil, you guys know is notorious for kind of crawling under the seats and tying people's shoes while yeah. they're asleep. And then I also use the uh, prank dial app. Shout out uh, friend of the show. Oh, you did. And I, I forgot about that. Call, I would always call people who were sitting like either, you know, super far in the back and were I was in the front or vice versa with me in the back and them in the front. And, you know, shout out Noah Rady because he always helped me out with that as well. Yeah, always just keep – can I tell a quick story uh, about a friend of the program? Do it. So for bus, for bus pranks, uh, shout out friend of the program. Uh, I believe this was Coach Returny. I could be wrong. Coach Returny or Coach Bash, shout out to both of them. I want to say it was Baterny. But it was, it was one bus ride. It was a long one. I don't think it was Florida because I got – I got kind of screwed on the seating and I'm sitting like up with the coaches, like right behind carve. Like I- I'm with the coaches and paternity's cool uh, and stuff, but you can't, right. You can't really, he's in coach mode, you know, on the bus right. or whatever, but I fell asleep and, and, and I already have a bad like habit of sleeping, like with my mouth open. And then even worse, it was one of those where like you got your head like tilted back. So, you know, your jaw is just like dropped. 
So I know it wasn't the floor. We were on our way to a game that I can remember now. And I, cause I woke up, whoever was like sitting with me, nudged me and was like, Hey, like we're here. So, you know, you get up and your mouth's all dry and you go to like, I go to close it, like my lips, whatever. And there's just like, there's in my mouth, there's stuff in my <laughs> mouth. And I'm like freaking out, you know, I panic and I start getting it out and it is just Sour Patch Kids. I think is what the oh is what the candy was and they had just seen how many they could like lay in my mouth like while I was just laying there with my mouth open so I have uh, the exact same story we did that to uh Jack Berry a kid on our team and uh it was literally Sour Patch Kids same thing uh, dude, uh, he, he got me good I just I needed to say that because I know I hope I think he listens but shout also a friend of the show his daughter we censored the show for her so that's <laughs> uh, a shout out to them all right, so I got a pick here. I'm going to go with – I know Shu uh, mentioned this earlier. I don't think I stole it from him, though. He's saving this for his last pick. Uh, $8 fast food dinners. Oh, yeah. Budgeted, just budgeted dinners for sure. Yeah, balling on a budget. Yeah, so some of those were uh, good times for sure. I, I got a oh, – just another quick one. Oh, I'll save it for honorable mentions. Okay. All right, uh, Justin, you got your last pick here. Okay. Did I mess it up the last time I – I went. I we had we're versatile. We we can we right, can we adjust. That, so. I don't know if anybody was gonna take it or not. Yeah, no one was gonna take that. So you, you can. Well, I didn't think anyone was gonna take the monocle either. So I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Gilder that. So. All right. So. All right. Um. It's gonna. It's uh. It's not like a great one. I feel like every D three guy can understand it. Um. It's a terrible part about d3 baseball but it's also a great one to tell stories to young guys but it's umpires division three because you, you embrace <laughs> them after after you play with play with them you embrace them afterwards yeah tell some great stories so it's like it's like division three umpires but like not in a good way yeah like, like they post, suck there's like dealing with them it's yeah. like the the, the, atro- the atrocities of, of yeah. them yeah it's funny it's funny one of the questions we uh you know some some of the guys uh that have played like in the minors or whatever we've asked them you know the difference between and it's like it's a it's like 50 50 people aren't like people aren't like really on one side or the other of who they dislike more either d3 or or minor league umpires so i've always been of the mind that d3 umpires suck so yeah, so if I, if I, that's surprising because if I see an umpire that's as bad as some of the ones we've had since I've been here, uh, you're going to have to show me because I don't know. Right. <laughs> right, I'm with you. Yeah. All right, so I got my last pick here. I'm going to go with just insane drills. Like Some of the drills we did at D3, I can't imagine doing at <laughs> D1. Um, I have too many stories. I'll just knock out a couple. One time we had fake BP. Uh, where uh, we had our coach throw like pretending like he was throwing us balls and we'd swing and he'd tell us you know if we dipped our shoulder what we were doing without a ball so that was a that was pretty whack and then you know one I can remember as well so our coach uh, shout out coach Rick Carver you know obviously a friend of the program Um, but he doesn't have he doesn't have the greatest eyesight Um, so there's one drill um, where I was standing probably like 300 feet away from him and I was, I was doing a drill. I, I popped one up a little bit and he's standing and he's like, Hey, you over there, you're, you're dropping your back shoulder. Just like, he couldn't even see my face. He didn't know who I was, but he could tell like the minuscule motion that I was dropping my shoulder. <laughs> uh, obviously just pretty terrible. Some of the drills we had doing. So yeah, that's, that's my last yeah. one there. Ben you, left, come yeah. on uh, ben, you left out throwing the ball up to yourself and hitting it. 
Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's something we did too. Yeah, I can't imagine uh, them doing that at Duke. No. Uh, so my last pick, you know, a lot of the good ones were got, got taken. So that's how the draft like, works. Yeah, you know, as Gil alluded to. So my last pick, uh, I'll explain for you after this, Justin. It's traveling 45 minutes to to home games because your field is in a flood zone, making you play at your rival's field. <laughs> so, so what happened was. We, have a, we had a turf infield for, from our sophomore to senior year. And it's still there, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But our senior year, it got flooded twice because it's in a flood zone. and It's in a park that's like a bowl. Yeah, it's literally like – Everything hill. goes down into it. Yeah, it's right, awesome. Yeah. Right, and it's also like right next to like a creek that just overflows <laughs> when someone <laughs> decides to take Recipe a Recipe for it. success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the greatest spot to have a baseball field, especially turf. Yeah. So, it, it took the parking lot under our field, basically just – almost destroyed our turf but you know thankfully it didn't but for the first half of the season or you know for the first couple of chunks of the season we were in florida when we came back you know we had a couple away games but we had we had a home game coming up soon since you know our field wasn't ready so we drove 45 minutes uh to washington pennsylvania to play at washington and jefferson's you know all really? oh my god pristine facility <laughs> you know play thomas moore who's from kentucky so that was that was a fun time that, that is like the epitome of a D3 story. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's hard to top. Yeah. Good pick, Shub. I appreciate yeah. it. Usually your last picks are pretty shitty. I will They're really bad. I'm not going to lie, but that, that was a great last pick there. Thank you. Um, all right. So this is my last pick, I guess. Um, I got a couple good ones. Um, so my mine's going to be, um, just because this is very D3, um, not having fitted uniforms like <laughs> i just got what i got <laughs> you know what i mean like you yeah. just got what you got <laughs> yeah. i remember like i think it was my well it was even two times there's actually a picture floating around on the internet thank you ben gavlick <laughs> of a, a, yeah, a pair yeah. of gray pants i got they're just in my locker right so you get assigned a number whatever like the gears there it looks all nice doesn't mean it's gonna fit so my gray pair of pants was like Dude, they were like youth size. So I wore them to an indoor practice once, like just similar to the monocle. I would imagine similar thinking of like, we're indoor, like this will be funny. Like I can make it through a practice, whatever. And <laughs> there's a picture going around of that. Um, and then to then follow that up, I think it was, that was, it's either my junior or senior, it doesn't matter. But then on the flip side of that, my white pants were like, you know mc hammer parachute pants like <laughs> like i didn't have one pair of pants that fit me like from the team so i guess i just have to go unfitted uniforms uh would be my last pick there that is a good one <laughs> we go we go through that too it's, just, it, it's like based off the number and i think that's why i didn't get my like the number i wanted because i think i wanted shout out height you're a friend of the show this is our freshman year i wanted one and he's like just you know don't want to make fun of him a little smaller guy <laughs> um, mean yeah he's a little smaller guy so it was like number one that I wanted and I didn't get it and like I didn't understand because I don't if I don't if I remember right height didn't necessarily want it either so it wasn't like oh I just like he got it and I didn't but then I started paying close attention it was like oh it's because number one's like a small you know like I couldn't fit in that like I didn't have a choice ever that's tough all right so I'm I'm glad we did this draft we got some awesome stories for sure that I wasn't expecting um should we go through some honorable mentions real quick Oh yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? I mean, I can, I got some good ones, I think. So I, I can take the, yeah, go for it. Um, so I had, this was, um, so pre, pre our, uh, turf field, like Shu mentioned, but, uh, oh 
un- untarping the field at 7 a.m. because you had to get it in before your 8 a.m. class. That's tough. That's definitely one. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> um, another one kind of compared to like a D1 program maybe. I guess I don't know the ins and outs, but like not having like a dietitian or meal plan, like would never been able to do that. So yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to worry about it. Um, and then the last one I had, I guess this isn't like – super unique but in the d3 world so playing through bad weather like we also don't have like a clubhouse we don't have a clubhouse to go to or anything like that at least i mean we didn't i know some places do but i'd say like a a, on a general level for d3 you know you don't expect a clubhouse i guess so builds character um that's what i had written down playing through tough weather yeah Yeah. grip builds character um and then just i had road trips with the boys but shub shub talked about buses i think on every every one of his picks so I didn't want to do that one. I have, I have another honorable mention about a bus. Um, <laughs> oh, getting no. a bus that has a broken window and oh, two seats that can't be sitting. But thankfully, two players quit like that day. So <laughs> we, had enough, we had enough room on the bus. It just worked out. <laughs> but, Justin, uh, do you have uh, any honorable mentions? Yeah, I'm going to keep the, the, the bus theme going. Bus drivers, Division Three bus drivers. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Yeah, we had, um, I think it was, it was either my freshman or sophomore year, we had this uh, this woman, she was driving, She her like husband owned the bus company or whatever, so she would drive too, and she would just like be on her phone, like on speaker, just like screaming at her husband, like going like 85 miles an hour. We got pulled over twice on one road trip <laughs> just to Virginia, which is like <laughs> hours away. And then we had her like two weeks because Coach Brelhan was like, I don't, I don't ever want to have her again. <laughs> so we, right. two weeks later we had her again and she like got out of the bus and like opened the door and all the stuff put our uh, gear underneath. And I just like looked at Coach Brelhan. He's like, what are you going to do <laughs> like, now? Yeah. We played up at uh, Newman up near Philly and she got stuck in this little parking lot and tried to back out. And I guess it like just rained. So the back left tire just went like a foot and a half deep. Oh. we were stuck like we had to walk like a mile to the field <laughs> yeah i think we had one bottom out uh trying to like it was like an uphill into the lot and it just like scrapes on the bottom i don't know if it was us. i can't guess i can't remember us. if it was us yeah yeah so it just couldn't make it into the parking lot yeah that's a good one for sure um i have two quick ones uh playing at terrible fields uh, there's some really bad fields out there so uh, those... including your own freshman year yep yeah exactly so those Aero are fields some... sending kids to the hospital Yes. So those were uh, some fun memories, minus that last one. And then uh, making fun of shitty coaching decisions. Uh, that's one <laughs> that has, well, probably not uh, universal not with you, yeah. Justin, with a former major leaguer, but for uh, <laughs> yes. not necessarily for our program either. I don't want to. Yeah, we would never say that. Yeah, don't want to <laughs> do that. But yeah, this, that's something that came to mind. It could be uh, true for other people. <laughs> exactly. Friends of the program. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I, got, have- I got two more. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, go yeah. Shub's gears yeah, yeah. are turning, man. Oh, yeah, because yeah. you guys were good and you guys played, so you guys got, didn't see all the, you know, behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, stuff. Just, yeah, we were, yeah. Just, we were so good. good. So, good. yeah, so a lot of you guys, you know, Justin, I know you're a D3 stud, so you probably didn't play JV. And, you know, Gil, you were a stud. Ben, you're incredible. Uh, so three-hour van rides for JV games after your varsity season has ended. <laughs> uh, shout out Rio Grande and shout out you know Charleston Division 2 school in West Virginia uh, three hour bus ride that I actually oh. 
Fun fact, pulling my hamstring getting off the uh, van ride. Not a bus, Bruh. van ride, yes. And then top-notch yeah. facilities. Yeah, for sure. Kind of guys with Ben's, you know, uh, you know, field pick. Yeah. And I actually have one more. I forgot about this. Uh, okay, Taco, yeah. Taco Bell, um, because you get so sick of, you know, McDonald's, Subway. And when you get Taco Bell, you feel like you're eating at a Gordon Ramsay restaurant. So There you go. There you go. Put some right. in perspective. Yeah. So I think that's all we have for fantasy BS. You know, Justin, last thing before we let you go, uh, but just to close things out with our division three's finest theme, you know, uh, we've told a bunch of stories, so you might not have any left, but you know, just typically things don't come as nice, you know, at the D three level compared to those D one guys. Do you have any funny or crazy memories from, uh, I mean, you're still going at the division three level, obviously, but any funny stories that come to mind? We didn't know that when we wrote the questions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my freshman year, so we played on a field that kind of how you guys described it, our infield was like AstroTurf from like the eighties. Okay. It looked like a pool table. Um, (laughs) this is like a mixture of all things we talk about. We had a terrible field. Um, we were doing, we would do these drills for warmups before practice and we'd have like these blue bands that you'd have to put around your feet and like do all these like things for your hips and all this. And then, like, you'd have to do these hops and ladders and stuff. This is all, like, right before we stretch. So yeah. it took like an hour to pre-stretch before we stretch before practice. <laughs> yeah. well, Been there. Like, a, a week in, everyone was, like, everyone had shin splints. Like, like running on that turf is terrible. Yeah, awful. Got to the point where Pete Grasso, you, I don't know if you guys know who Pete Grasso is. No, shout he, out. D3 legend. Yeah. Uh, he, would, he would take his blue band. It was, like, a little elastic band. And we put him around our cleats for one. And he would just put it around, like, his sharpest cleat and just, like, stomp on it. Oh, uh, like, doing it and, like, rip it after three. Cool. And, like, like, he would go through, like, a band every single practice. <laughs> and, like, we did that pretty much all year. And it was – we, like, our coach would always say, like, you got you to gotta engage your, like, <laughs> something. Yeah, whatever, man. We are like, right. <laughs> we're yeah, doing like, whatever, hands our feet. He's like, you got to engage your core muscles. Yeah, Stuff like that. No, <laughs> we were like, all right. right. I'm just yeah. gonna rip lips and hit bombs. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. go. I think I think that's all we got, Justin. You know, thank you again for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate your time, and we'll definitely be following you. You know, next year when you guys get things started up, and we're wishing you the best of luck going forward. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. This is what I needed. I was I was bored, and this is a lot. <laughs> hey, of man. Right, us too. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks so much. Yeah, it's Kate Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne. And the. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for from me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's No need for hating, I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience All I got is papers and a lot of haters Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers